The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Music time with D. Reddy and John Cadell. But we're going to talk about a band that it seems isn't coming back to Ireland. Let's hear a little bit of Coldplay from the live in Buenos Aires album. without Steve Coogan as Alan Partridge as yeah, happened in London at the weekend but it would appear that this world tour is going to bypass Ireland too. Yeah so basically they've been on tour across the world since um, spring and they've now extended the tour um, into 2023 um, the tour is Music of the Spheres and it is their world tour but apparently Ireland is not p- part of that world um, across May, June July next year the, they've announced that they will play Portugal, Spain Italy, the Netherlands and more and they've also added two new UK dates um, they've added Manchester and Cardiff um, and this is on foot of their six sold out Wembley gigs earlier this month so rude if nothing else <laughs> Because they would have a massive following here. But it does make me a bit worried um, that, you know, post-Brexit, Ireland might not be on the tour map for these big arena-sized shows. What do you think, John Cadell? Because they did play, didn't they, in uh, Croke Park a few years ago? They did. And I would say uh, not having an Irish state yet doesn't mean there won't be one. Very true. But... uh, I would imagine that it's something to do with, you know, the way uh, Chris Martin and his mates are very hand-wringing when it comes to doing the right thing. Well, they obviously want to offset their carbon footprint. And one of the things that they said before they went out on this tour is that they had to find a more sustainable way of touring. So maybe they're just reckoning the carbon footprint-wise, bringing all the stuff over to Ireland for probably at best one date isn't really worth it, whereas they obviously are expected to play in the UK. They're a UK band. And if they take a trip across uh, on the ferry or whatever to to Europe, they can hit a lot of countries without doing any air miles. So that could have something to do with it. We could be losing out because Chris wants to save the planet. Listener here says, went to see Coldplay in Wembley Arena Sunday night. It was incredible. Wish they would come back here. Mm. Maybe Cork. Well, unfortunately, I don't think Parky Cueve is big enough to facilitate what Coldplay would look for, which is an 80,000 venue. But that's an interesting point, Dee, that maybe they would come if they felt they could get Garth Brooks-like 
number of nights mm-hmm. or even two nights. But I think we've seen in the past now that even two nights for some acts is too much, isn't it? Yeah, and look, I, 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 John makes a really good point there about them being a UK band. Like the difference with Garth Brooks is he's from the US and he is kind of using Ireland as his European um and UK and Ireland um, showcase uh, for his talents. But like when it comes to, to Coldplay, obviously the UK is going to come first. And I suppose if you're if you're doing the kind of the breakdown of, of, of where the costs, whether they're environmental or uh, financial are going to be, any Irish fans probably would travel to Manchester or to Cardiff. A listener says, went to see Coldplay in Brussels. It was unbelievable. Another one says, they'll play Slain. Just wait. I love uh, that idea. That'd be great. Uh, Paul and Ross Common says, so Coldplay are bypassing Ireland in their world tour. At last you have a good news story for us tonight. <laughs> John, though, are they good live? Uh, I will profess to never having seen them live in concert, but I have seen a number of concert videos or DVDs, whatever you want to call them now. They just look, they have always looked as though they just love being on stage. They just have fun up there. You know, they don't take themselves too seriously. Whatever their, whatever their, their sort of the general perception of them is, they're a band who very much enjoy playing and enjoy playing to massive crowds. Um, and I have heard nothing but spectacular reports, particularly uh, around the Coke Park shows mm. that you mentioned there, Matt. I heard those shows were biblical, to quote another rock legend. And the guests so, yeah. they've been getting for this tour are classic. You mentioned Alan Partridge earlier. He performed Knowing Me, Knowing You and Running Up That Hill with them. They've also had Natalie Imbruglia and they did Torn with her. They've had Bruce Springsteen, Kylie Minogue, Kelly Rowland and Craig David got love them. They've had him too. Uh, okay, listener comments. A lot of people suggesting Slane could be the thing for next year. Uh, but one listener says, uh, my old boss and his wife are coming home from Sydney to see Garth Brooks. Wow. Oh, please That's tell dedication. me they booked a hotel ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a good thing. No, there are gigs that are taking place over the next week or so. I'm particularly looking forward to Arcade Fire next week. But Liam Gallagher is playing this weekend at the Royal Hospital Kilmainham. Let's hear him sing Wonderwall at last year's Reading Festival. Right, and this one's Wonderwall. Sing along. You'll enjoy it. It's biblical. It makes you feel good. Today's gonna be the day that they're gonna know about CL. And by now you should have somehow realized what you got to do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Backbeat, the way it's on the street, and the fire in your heart is out. I'm sure you heard it all you never really had a town. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. And all the roads we have to walk are winding. And all the lights in life are way of blinding. And there are many things that I would like to say to you. So John, is a Liam Gallagher gig lots of Oasis covers or does he do a lot of his own new stuff? 
Well, I love the fact that in, in the last three or four years, the whole world seems to have fallen back in love with Liam Gallagher. Uh, after the Aces split up, he has had sort of something of a rough time with BDI, just a band that people didn't want. And he sort of retired and licked his wounds for quite a number of years. And little by little, since 2017, He's been uh, just improving and improving. The voice is nearly the same as it was at its peak back in 96, 97. The albums are doing phenomenally well. His shows are a mixture of his solo stuff and Oasis favourites. He knows what the fans want to hear. He's not Noel noodling away in theatres. Liam is all about the big event. He's all about the massive stage and the pyrotechnics and giving the audience the songs that they grew up with. And he's not ashamed to do it because he has stuff in his uh, back pocket now live and um also on record from the last few years that he's proud of and he doesn't he doesn't see himself as a nostalgia act nor nor should he um i think it's going to be an absolutely phenomenal gig and he's in, he's just in great form at the moment it's abs- an absolute must go to absolute and the charlatans are supporting a band who, who rarely get the kudos they deserve uh, they're a fabulous band as well so why wouldn't you go because there's way more coldplay uh, comments coming in lots of you it seems have been to see them on this tour, went to see Coldplay in Chicago. It was the best concert I've been at in years. And over went to Wembley to see Coldplay last week. The concert was incredible. It's more than just a concert. It's a spectacular show, especially with the light show effects. Now, there's a potentially excellent gig on the Olympia next Monday night as well, Dee. Who is it? Yeah, Monday and Tuesday night. It's Wolf Alice. Um, so they won the Mercury Prize back in 2018. They're probably one of Britain's... Um, most well-known bands for people in the know, like they're really, really highly rated by a lot of other musicians as well. Um, and uh, yeah, they I think they started in 2015 with their debut album, but they have been playing a massive 187 shows on this world tour. They were originally meant to play um, back in January, but this obviously was postponed till next week for COVID-related reasons. But that will be two stellar nights in the Olympia, I think. Let's hear Wolf Alice play live. Don't delete the kisses. We're in action next Monday and Tuesday. Do you remember I read a comment from Paul and Ross comments saying that Coldplay not coming to Ireland is a good news story. He says, Liam Gallagher, I'd rather go to see Coldplay. And that's saying <laughs> something. I'm I'm with that texter actually. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be rushing to a, a Liam solo gig. Why not? That's because he's successful, D. No. Can you what? let D answer Excuse for me. herself, please, John? Excuse me. <laughs> 
because I think like other people, he's maybe clinging on to the successes of the past um, and that probably, you know, the El re-release album is, is of more value to him than anything new that he's done. Let's move on. Let's get the <laughs> picks of the week now because I want to spend a little bit of time talking about your choice, John, please. I thought you might, Matt, because they're one of the three bands that you know about. Um, it's Muse, their ninth studio album, Kill or Be Killed, is the track we're going to take from it. Uh, but they're releasing their new album on um, Friday. And much unlike Tokens, which I always ref- prefer to be fungible, they're <laughs> releasing it as a non-fungible token. Now, this is just, uh, it's just a gimmick, I'd imagine, to get some press for the album. And it's worked. Uh, the album's called Will of the Sorry, People. explain how that works. I don't really know, Matt, and I could not be bothered really to find out, other than that it's some digital nonsense that you can buy with more digital nonsense. And, uh, but you're promoting it here, John. I'm not promoting. I'm promoting the music. I'm not promoting the, the means of delivery. This is just another nothing way of delivering. Hold on a second. Does this mean you have to buy the album with Bitcoin? You don't, no, you don't have to. You don't have to. This, this is actually the so the company, the NFT platform Serenade. Um, they are the first that have made NFTs available for regular, regular money as opposed to having a crypto wallet. Yawn. Does anybody care? Well, just buy the yes, CD. I, I'd like to know. I mean, I, like I think it's so important, Dave. So basically, NFTs are like a, a once-off digital thing that you can own, right? So Serenade, but they're not great for the environment because they they're based on cryptocurrency. There's all this mining and stuff that happens in the background. This company, this platform, Serenade, are billing themselves as an eco-friendly NFT. Um, so it, the, everyone because you who, don't need a crypto wallet to buy exactly, one of these. yeah. Oh, but anyone who who buys one of these NFTs, it will be a, a a digital download that is unique to them with its own artwork and everything. So nobody can take it off you. Nobody can recreate it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Whereas if you buy, say, an album and download it, the MP3, everybody gets the same one. So that's the difference here. Well, if that's the sort of hokum that we've been reduced to in order to sell music, there's no hope for any of us. Well, I have to say that one of the Martin Talbot, he was chief chief executive of of this of the um, official, official charts company. company because they've now made these the NFTs eligible for the charts. He said um, that uh, there's been loads of noise about NFTs being the future of music. Um, it's great. This is becoming a reality. Personally, I find that terrifying. I think the future of music should be songs. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> <laughs> good call. Yeah, the future of music is good music. Let's hear <laughs> a little bit of "Kill or Be Killed."
distinctive sound of Muse. But John, is this album veering a little bit more towards heavy metal? No, I mean, the thing about Muse is like uh, on on the show previously, we've joked about Muse should be called I Can't Believe It's Not Queen. So <laughs> like they do have a bunch of different uh, types of song in their armour. I mean, you think of, of some of the stuff on The Resistance and even on the last album, they're, you know, they're not easily pigeonholed. The singles, I think, are very sort of familiar sounding they're very they're very as you said unmistakably muse but album wise uh, there's often a lot of interesting things happening on the album because Matt Bellany is by no means a one-trick pony yeah they've always had massive riffs um I don't think you'd, you'd call that heavy metal though it's just riff based rock really isn't it What's your pick of the week, please, Dee? Yeah, so my pick of the week is from Matto, who's one half of the Irish hip-hop duo Tebby Rex. Um, no word yet, actually, on whether this uh, release is fungible or not, but I'll find out <laughs> and I will get back to you, John, because I know you'll be itching to know. Um, only if it's fungible. Yeah, only. Um, but yeah, so Matt, um, as I said, he's part of Tebby Rex and he's u- kind of using 2022 um, to focus on this solo project, which is a very, very different sound. Uh, when you know him in the context of uh, that duo. Uh, Tebby Rex will be back next year, but this is really, really lovely. It's uh, his latest single. Uh, He's got an EP coming out this autumn. Uh, It's called Bird in the Hand and it's out on Friday and it's just really lovely. Same old, same old In the water from the same boat Praying that we make it That is Matto, Bird in the Hand. It's out this Friday. Now, who has the National teamed up with for new music? Dee? The National have teamed up with Bonnie Vare. Um, so uh, this is a song, actually, that they have uh, been performing on uh, in as part of their live sets since last May. I think they've played it for the first time in Pamplona in Spain on May 28th. Um, and it's called Weird Goodbyes. Um, so the track itself is now available to listen to and it's out. Let's hear a bit of it. That sounds good. That's the national of Bonnie Fair. Unfortunately, I don't have more time to talk to D. Reddy and to John Cadell. 
The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.